0: Tim, good morning. How are you?
1: Everything I know about is good. Y'all laughing at Russell Edwards? He, he seems to think that y'all find this funny.
0: No, we're not. What we're but uh, we're disappointed in and what we're hearing, you know, the the miss, mistruths, and the things that uh, uh, that we're hearing from some, certain commissioners. And really, they're hiding behind claiming that, for example, that we've diluted uh, minority voting strength and 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 in seven districts. That's what I heard Tim Denson say on your show. Uh, last week, but that's a lie, and and these folks are lying uh, about what what this, what our proposal is. In fact, in the top five districts with number of uh, black voting age population, basically 18, eighteen years and older, in the top five districts in our map, the uh, black voting strength is higher than in their f- top five districts. Compared to the ACC uh, current districts today, we've added two additional non-majority white districts. Uh, They've only added one. We've doubled what there is currently. We've added minority opportunities to be elected to these seats. And so, you know, I'm disappointed when these commissioners aren't telling the truth. You know, the reality is you've got a bunch of commissioners that all live together. I mean, right in five points, I think there's three of them, and that's not representative of the community. That what, what we need is a, a, a commission that represents all of Athens, not just in town, not just a few parts of Athens, but actually make sure that our entire community is represented. And that's what we've done with our maps. While also, again, making sure we've added opportunities in districts where there's a majority non white voters. There's four in armed proposal. Again, currently in Athens, Clark County, there's only two of those districts. And then the proposal from the commission only adds one. They go up to three. But we were able to, add to go get us up to four. And, again, in the top five districts, the numbers speak for themselves. I have them right in front of me. You know, for example, in, our, in, the, in the district with the, the highest black voting age population, in our proposal is 44.3 uh, percent, and their proposal is 41.7 you know, percent. In the second, it's 34.2 percent for us. 30 percent 30.1 percent for their proposal so in both those is three or four percent higher in our proposal it's the same way on all top five districts so these folks are just not telling the truth and i'm sick and tired of it so
1: why then though the need to change the commission district numbers in such a way as to draw these folks out of an opportunity to run for re-election and, and to put the people in those districts now represented by them in a place where they don't get to choose again for another couple of years why change the numbers? Was it necessary to do that?
0: Well, I, I'm not sure why they keep talking about the numbers. I know they keep saying, yeah, you know, the numbers. Which, well, for example, if, you know, I, I think Russ Edwards basically said on your show yesterday he'd be fine with the map because I think people recognize it's more compact, has less deviation in population, keeps communities of interest together. He did say that. If we just if we switch switch the numbers. Which clearly shows all they care about is protecting themselves. But if you switch those numbers, then you'd have a commissioner, District 10. Live, you know, the current District 10 commissioner would not even live in his own district, and so that that that's not right. Um, and so that that's what that's what they're proposing. All they want to do is protect themselves. They only care about protecting incumbents. We actually care about the community. The commissioner should live in their own district, and and you know, in two years, these folks have the opportunity to run again.
1: Houston Gaines, State Representative Houston Gaines with us. Other matters, the legislature in session. Governor Brian Kemp rolling out the budget blueprint yesterday. You folks in the House and Senate to get to work on that. Uh, The headline from the governor's speech the $1.6 billion in state tax refunds. How likely? What's the legislative appetite for this?
0: I think there's a good appetite for it. You know, these, uh, you know, unlike the federal government that just doesn't know how to balance the budget and they just print money that they're borrowing. Uh, from China, we're actually using this is this is taxpayers' money. We're returning money back to the taxpayer through a ta- uh, through through a tax return, two hundred fifty dollars to each individual, five hundred dollars to joint filers, and and so I think that there will be a strong appetite for something like that. This is the the people's money that's being returned to them. Uh, again, unlike the federal government, that they're borrowing like heck. Uh, the state budget is in such a great position right now. We literally have more money in and our reserve fund that we're legally allowed to have, you're only allowed to have 15% of prior year revenues. We're beyond that. We have money sitting there that we don't even know. That you can't even put in reserves because again, we're beyond uh, what we're we're able to to hold there. This is the the people's money, and the reason that we're doing so well is because we opened Georgia up. We kept our economy moving while other states are struggling. We're able to actually, you know, do a 1.6 billion dollar return to to individuals in the state while also cutting taxes, increasing investment in important areas. So we Georgia is in a great position, especially, again, as you can compare it to these states that have been closed down, shut down. Uh, Georgia is doing very well.
1: Certainly possible for a member of the House and Senate to go through a whole session without dropping any of their own pieces of legislation. I don't know what, if anything, you have in mind. Are there any bills out there going to be written by State Rep. Houston Gaines over the next few weeks?
0: I think you'll see several proposals uh, from me uh, and Tim will be rolling those out over the next several weeks. Obviously, we just started the legislative session, but I do have several things, you know, in particular public safety. You know, we're seeing, uh, you know, last year, as you you know, last year I passed legislation to ensure that local governments can't defund the police. Uh, But we have more work to do, you know, on public safety. Uh, There's also a host of other issues that we'll be involved with, you know, in the budget, making sure we invest in mental health. Uh, obviously, we've already talked about some of the, the, the budget and taxes issues, but there's a lot of things that certainly we'll be working on, and I'm excited to share that and look forward to coming back on and giving you an update in a few weeks.
1: Uh, State Rep. Houston Gaines, uh, telling me off the air a moment ago, before we got on the air here, a, a particular event from earlier this week, he described, this is exact words here, this is exactly how he described it, quote, the best night of my life, Houston Gaines. <laughs> well, up, up there in Indianapolis for that thing.
0: Well, it, it, uh, you know, I mean, I've been waiting my whole... I, I haven't missed a home football game, I think, about 15 years. <laughs> and I, you know, I used to go to every game with Coach Dan McGill, and uh, you know, he taught me to be the, the Georgia fan that I am, and uh, I know so many people have been waiting for 40-plus for 40, 40 years. Uh, but, you know, uh, Monday night was the game. Yesterday or Tuesday, uh, they, they gave me the best birthday present. Tuesday is my birthday. It was the best <laughs> birthday present they could have ever given me. Uh, I've never been happier. So go dogs. Uh
1: Again, uh, Houston Gaines, Athens State Rep. Houston Gaines. I, I should know this. Uh, in session today. What about tomorrow? Are you in session Tomorrow.
0: We are in session tomorrow. Next week is budget week, and then we'll. Uh, so next week, we're technically not in session. We are here at the Capitol, though, working on the budget, uh, get you know hearing joint uh, hearings with the Senate, and then we'll return for regular session days that following week.
1: State Rep. Houston Gaines, as the legislative session now underway. Thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward.
0: Thanks so much, Tim.